0: Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this?
1: Yeah let's get into it.
0: <laughs> we're avoiding
1: technical difficulties seeing if it goes pe- okay we're at 13 seconds 14 f- I, okay.
0: This is our fifth time trying to record and every time we play the music it automatically shuts off the recording so we're
1: hoping- we We're just gonna see if it went without the music and it did it's still going. All right, well, sorry guys, we don't
0: don't have the music, but hopefully we won't get cut off in the middle of what is very important information for (laughs) to to update you guys on. Casey and I have been so excited to do this recording, and like, we definitely just went through like 10 minutes of, oh my god, our precious fans are going to not survive the holiday without getting this important information.
1: What's Christmas
0: without... Without the latest and greatest of how Hollywood is slowly falling apart. <laughs> Yay! I'm here for and it. And we're here to tell you all about it on this episode of the Casey a Shout Show.
1: Yeah. We already, we're just gonna, um, oh, we got updates from last couple of weeks because, yeah, nothing really happened for a minute. And so we're also brainstorming for our New Year's extravaganzas of podcasts. <laughs> what, what?
0: yeah we'll do a special episode um next week which will have some highlights or lowlights of the year so stay tuned because um we're really excited about that one
1: yeah we're we're brainstorming we're in the we're in the bullpen figuring it out
0: (laughs) yes we're in the writer's room
1: (laughs) thank you i was like where do i work oh not here at all on my podcast (laughs) how do i make money from this Start sharing it with your friends, everybody. Well, Monique from um, Potomac spends, what, 200000
0: on her Yeah, podcast? she took a
1: loss of $200,000 this year.
0: I think my loss was, like, $60 because of the, like, four different headphones I attempted and <laughs> yeah. all of them made the sound worse, so I tapped out at our budget
1: at <laughs> $60. That's a – yeah, that's a lot. And we didn't even cover catering costs either, so <laughs> – I don't think we can write that off because that's another, that's 200 grand for us. I was
0: just going to say, that is our budget.
1: <laughs> it's purely food budget. Oh um, my God. Speaking of food, it has literally <laughs> nothing to do with, <laughs> with what's going on.
0: Speaking of guilty pleasures.
1: <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is my guilty pleasure. So yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I don't, not. I honestly have been morally like going back and forth with myself because I don't know why I'm cutting him like such a big piece of pie of slack. That's not a phrase by any means, but yeah, Shia is supposedly seeking long-term inpatient treatment. Thanks to um, FKA twigs um, charges against him. Like it was, you know, he's also trying to save face for his career. And this is pretty much the only way you can save your career because as time will tell again and again, america loves that like rise phoenix rising from the ashes type story especially when it comes to our celebrities
0: a comeback story for
1: sure yeah and so shia picked up this this was really the shocking news this is the real headline of the week for michelle and i is that shia drove to lax to pick up his girlfriend (laughs) and the fact that somebody's getting picked up at the airport There are
0: so many things about that statement I have questions about. First of all, we talked about him being married. So now he's already moved on to okay. another girl.
1: Well, let me give you the, the timeline of the marriage. The marriage isn't the marriage is out of the way. Also, Michelle, we're talking about a whole different department of people that don't aren't going to follow like <laughs> but I like rules. <laughs> yeah, the the way that Michelle believes that a marriage is supposed to like be secured, set down. And then you're riding out that wave and it's going to be fine and all your problems are, not all your problems are resolved, but a huge chunk of your life is checked off when you get in that relationship and you have that security, even though it could be the worst decision you ever make in your life. Is that
0: pretty much what the woman who married Shia probably is going through right now? But <laughs> No, yeah. okay. So he
1: met Mia Goth, who, like, I, she is already away from the story, but they met on a film um, What's the Latin term for needing sex a lot? Necrophiliac. That's oh, yeah. somebody who has you sex did, with dead people. You did it? talk about this. Nymphomaniac. yeah You talked about So they met thing. during that and they were very intense, like art like we're all about the art. And shia was very much in his downward spiral. And like during all of his rests and all of his like art installations, this is his time period with her. They were married for maybe two years, separated um he's now then since gotten sober and they were probably maybe getting back together they were still wearing their wedding bands uh but then in the past since quarantine really they haven't been pictured together uh probably for about like six months or so and then we come to find out that he is most likely like we'll see how serious it stays or what the deal is because it's margaret quayley and she's been hopping around town like she should be. She's twenty something. She just started working. She's supposedly like the new it girl. She's the star of Quentin Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She plays the kind of love interest to Brad Pitt's character. Um, I'm grossed out by the whole thing because she really she's she's great in it, but she got cast because she is a dancer by trade, and Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish. And Mm -hmm. it's really that whole thing was creep and like the whole feet scenario with Brad Pitt in the car is already just like, so gross because it's feet. Um, But yeah, so she so she's supposed to be the next she's getting cast and everything. She's Andy McDowell's daughter. Um, She's maybe 22. But yeah, Shia picked her up from the airport hardcore makeout sesh up against the car like oh my god i haven't seen you like legs wrapped around each other like we're gonna die if we don't suffocate each other right now with our tongues type makeout session uh and it's she was just recently linked with pete davison she was recently linked with cara delavine so margaret's making a name for herself around town and I mean, in, in terms of PR moves, this is good for both of their careers, I I think, just from getting publicity, because not a lot of people are even getting photos taken these days, because nobody's out and about, um, just to keep their names like in the paper for projects, because apparently this also, and like it should have, the FKA Twigs uh, accusations against Shia, uh, possibly allegedly lost him his job with um, Olivia Wilde's new directorial pick Call Me Darling. Yeah, something Not, something Darling. Yeah. Um which has a great cast and as far as I knew Harry Styles was already like was cast in it but apparently Harry is the replacement of Shia. But at the same time like it's is it a replacement if you get like a better actor. <laughs> well Shia is great like, in terms of acting but like Harry I mean, we're all here for Harry all yeah. the time.
0: So. Well, have we seen really Harry act besides like on SNL? And...
1: Yes, Dunkirk.
0: Oh right, I didn't see that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm all about Harry, so if he's a good actor, then I'm pro. He, yeah, it
1: wasn't like some it wasn't outstanding like a role
0: Sears being. Yeah, put it in wasn't some like
1: intense role mm-hmm. that Harry. It was a great like starting out position, but he had to go in, and, and Christopher Nolan had no idea who he was, and he had to audition blindly and. He wasn't like it, wasn't handed to him by any means. I'm sure um, he didn't
0: knew who he was. But. No, he
1: didn't. Cause like he, th- there are stories of the casting session. Oh, okay. Christopher Nolan was like, okay, like, why is this like, get, like, I don't understand what the deal is with this kid. And they're all like, you don't know who One Direction is or Harry... He's Christopher Nolan. He has no reason. Well,
0: that's why I'm saying, like, I can understand him not being familiar with his acting work, but, like, he has to know the name of Harry Styles. No, he not. No, he
1: doesn't. He has no... I feel like
0: even grandparents
1: know Harry Styles. I don't think they do. <laughs> well, no. we'll do yeah, he's Christopher Nolan. From. I mean... Yeah, true. He, yeah. He, I don't even know if he has kids to even, like, have to participate in, you know, pop culture society. Uh, but I'm here for it because I think Harry is really great, and I think once if you do well on SNL, you're going to do well in any Yeah, so. no, I
0: mean SNL definitely showcased he is a talent outside of just singing. But yeah, I was curious. I didn't. I clearly I didn't see Dirk Dunkirk, but yeah. Um, no, I'm here for it. So is Shia currently in rehab or no? Okay, he's they just to
1: go. yeah exactly. So I was like, all right, and it's not even like. Apparently, like, basically the internet is saying, like, he's trying to figure out which facility is going to be the a best. better long-term fit for him. If he's thinking long-term, that means anywhere from three to six months.
0: Right. Yeah, he definitely needs some time. I mean, he's needed time prior to this. He just needs help for the rest of his life. Not, yeah. di- not different than the rest of us, but he has a lot more trauma.
1: And issues to deal with. And you, he, and if you're going to acknowledge and take the time and carve out the time to get the help, then that's the biggest step. That's, yeah. That's the number one. If you're very well aware of your faults and your weaknesses, and, and, and I mean, just in terms of, like, your triggers, not, like, not saying, like, addiction is weakness. Just in terms of, like, this is what I can't say no to, then you're You're already like halfway through your battle, like you right. already can see the light at the end of the tunnel,
0: yeah, so we'll just wait and see, and hopefully it's not only knowing what your battle is, but making changes, and clearly he wasn't making changes with you know f k a twins, which wasn't that long ago, so let's hope that the next chapter in his life he does, yeah, um. Anything else, or can, should we move on to our? Yeah, let's we move have on another on update. update. So last week we talked a little bit about um, Erica Girardi from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and her husband, and we knew that they were filing for divorce. There were allegations of them or him stealing money and owing embezzling money, and that Erica subsequently filed for divorce. But that was really all we knew as of, I guess it was a week and a half ago. Since then, a lot has happened. So last Thursday, um, the L.A. Times published a really in-depth deep dive into their life, Basically, like, Tom's life and then him marrying Erica, who's his third wife. And at the same time, like, explaining all the his career as it was happening on TV when she started being on Real Housewives. And oh, so,
1: interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, highly
0: recommend that. Like, I'm gonna give you very um the high level of it because I mean, it's a long article, but it's really interesting. Um, but we so we knew last time that he was accused of stealing millions um, from his vulnerable clients, and we mentioned you know, he was the lawyer with the Aaron Brockovich case, he also has done many other um cases like that. For instance, there was. A plane crash um, in Indonesia where children, orphan children, died. Um, Burn victims in the Pacific Gas and Elec- an electric pipeline explosion. Um, and he was basically his creditors and clients were basically saying that he owed them money. Um, since that out, al- those allegations came out. All his attorneys that work for his firm. Have left, including his son in law um when the word got out about like money being an issue, a federal judge has frozen hit Tom's assets and um called the mishandling of the Indonesian children's money unconscionable unconscion- um,
1: unconscionable
0: thank you. And um, so previous lawsuits from former clients were basically saying that they were supposed to get a certain amount of money and that they didn't get the money that Tom eventually had quoted them and that they were saying when they finally would like come to him and sue that he would basically settle the way he would settle is that he would take loans from other companies um, to pay them off. And he was so secretive that the companies loaning him money didn't know that other companies were lo- loaning money that all were holding the same collateral. So basically, that collateral was, was the anticipated fees that he would get from these contingency law lawsuits. So it's basically like people are saying it's like a Ponzi scheme, Bernie Maynoff situation where he was basically like in addition to being a lawyer like the money that he was stealing from his clients he was trying to keep for himself when he got called out for it he would take money from these lenders to pay them off in settlements. Wow. Um, And there's many wow. cases like I mentioned the two cases there's also the cases against the National Football League Shell Oil Company the makers of the diabetes drug Avandia
1: um so like for millions on millions, millions upon of millions. payouts, of hours that he could bill for his work and still make a significant amount of money and live a really great lifestyle.
0: Well, and then this was all happening and then eventually um, you know, Erica gets on. That Yeah,
1: what do we, do we think that's not what, like four or five yeah. years ago? Okay. It's about
0: I think they said it was four years ago. And, yeah. as we mentioned on the show on previous podcasts, like a lot of her storyline, especially in the beginning, was all about her um
1: lifestyle
0: her, her lifestyle and her pursuing this um dream of being like a dance singer slash like a club dance a
1: pop a pop icon really like, yeah yeah
0: and she does have like many songs on pop chart she did create like a brand for herself even before she was on the housewives but of course being on the housewives grew it to a much larger audience and on the show they would talk about all the money that she was getting for glam which was like yeah an, an insane like 40000 a month or something for her glam for her. Well, like- yeah. So she
1: had the brand. These were all like f- from what we understood it full time employees of hers too. Like the guy who was the overall brand aesthetic. Mikey. Her creative Mikey. director. Yep. Creative director. Thank you. And then is he also choreographer or they have an additional choreographer
0: I think maybe now he's probably only creative director, but, like, at the time, he was probably everything when they were yeah. really, like... and then they that. had
1: hair, makeup, and then they also had wardrobe, like, all full time, like, traveling with her. Yeah, yeah
0: any Like, she's really the first person on Housewives to really institute this idea of, like, a glam team following you everywhere you go versus just getting glam for, like, you know, when you go on a trip or when you do your um, confessionals. So um so basically the lenders clearly were expecting their money they weren't getting their money while at the same time they're seeing erica like basically flaunting their wealth on the show and law finance group which was one of the lenders actually had access to some of the firm's records and as a result um, they started seeing substantial sums of money denominated as loans in quotes going to the firm account of ej global llc <gasps> which is the company set up for oh, no. career the amount transferred topped Twenty million dollars, according to
1: David. That's what we were expecting for how much it was costing her. This we were like, there, how? Like he must be making fifty million a year to afford all. And then she would always talk about going on the PJ, and it's like, yeah, he's a great lawyer, but like. You need to own a PJ too, and that house is so ginormous for the two of them. And it's so ugly,
0: and it has like a a little church in it, and it's like so like hilarious that they had a place of worship when they're literally destroying people's lives. But I continue. So she's getting the twenty million dollars. The this lender sees this. They file suit. The the, all of the criminal like. The judge is now referring this to the U.S. Attorney's Office for Criminal Investigation. As I mentioned earlier, their accounts have been frozen, including the firm's account, which at the moment only had $15,000 in it.
1: (gasps) So nobody's getting paid. No one's getting paid. On the date
0: set for Erica's testimony for one of the suits um, with regards to the Indonesia plane victim's case, she was out of town, and it was rescheduled for January. Then she filed for divorce, Shortly after, which was Election Day, which we talked about, citing in, um, rec- what is that word? Uh,
1: irreconcilable.
0: Irreconcilable differences. and indicating- Say it again?
1: <laughs> irreconcilable?
0: I'm, not. I'm okay. not. I mean, you mess up words, too, and I don't correct you. And indicating- I know, this is just so off for you. <laughs> well, I'm also reading, like, a lot of technical wording here. Um, and indicating she planned to seek spousal support from Girardi. So that happens on a Thursday. The following day, which was last Friday, Erica posts on her Instagram, a clip of basically a clip art montage of all these text messages. And then the um, the caption says, this is Justice Trisha A. Bigelow. She was fucking my husband, Tom Girardi, and he was paying her Saks bill and paying for her plastic surgery. Now, if you look at the pictures, which the post has now been taken down, but obviously it was up there long enough for people to screenshot for the social sleuths who we love um, started, you know, diving in. They were able to figure out from the make of the phone, from the fact that it said like 3G, um, like and also from the dates in the text messages, it wasn't a smartphone. So, like, in the dates of the text messages, it would say, like, Friday, December 7th. So, they went back to see what years where that day would fall. And so, they said it's either happened in 2016, 2011, or 2005. So, whatever the date is, it's not anything recent. And people are saying that she knew all along about this going – that this was happening and that she held it so that when shit hit the fan – she could use this to kind of get herself out of the situation of what we're now seeing is, like I said, from day one, not only what I thought was going to be a civil suit, but now there's criminal, you know, there's some criminal stuff coming here. And what also has happened since this is that Tom has been saying he's not feeling well. And like, I think he was raced to the hospital and yeah, maybe. But we don't it, know
1: for like nothing don't else know was while. followed up from that. Usually, we get a diagnosis or a follow up by anything, but it was just like he was checked into a hospital for unwellness or something. Yeah, probably had a panic
0: attack, probably or pretending he's sick because he's realizing things are about to go down. I mean, you know, we've seen this with Bernie Madoff, we've seen this with Harvey Weinstein. Like when men, old men, find out that they're finally getting caught, like. Especially someone who's familiar with the law and, like, realizes that all the loopholes are, you know.
1: And all the optics of it. So if he's starting to look like a sad old man coming to court, maybe he won't get 30 years and a $20 million lenience. And he'll just get 10 years. He's going to die in jail if he doesn't die before it. Wow. And
0: keep in mind, the show is being filmed right now. and
1: I did not keep that in mind. Thank you.
0: (laughs) You're welcome.
1: There's, that's oh, shocking so that she's going to come that, on the show that
0: all this happened within the last week Cause she's
1: because of also all of all the housewives we don't know much about erica besides what she wants to present to us where in, in in the history of the housewives they almost always get confrontational when a housewife is not honest about who they are but erica has always provided this air of control and this air of dominance that you're like well she's got the purse to back it up so we can't really question anything about her because she's the top bitch
0: well also keep in mind she was married to a lawyer for how many years so she knows how to spin something what to say and what not to say to help her and you know to advance to basically put her in a better advantage and also keep in mind like we also have not seen much about her like that's the that's been the big Concern people have had, especially in the last two seasons with her, is that she's not sharing a lot about her life. She's only shared about, really, her...
1: Well, because once we pull the curtain her, behind the man at Oz... Well, that's the thing. So now yeah.
0: we're realizing that the reason all we saw was really her and her pursuing this, like, career in her second or third act of her life. That that reason is because all these skeletons were happening and, in the closet that she didn't want to you know bring to light
1: yeah and that would be the case for all the other housewives that they would have these confrontations with of like you don't share anything and we don't know anything about you and then you would come to find out like their lives are crumbling that like behind all closed doors and that's why they're not sharing it so it's just
0: and the thing that to me that always baffles me especially now that we've been watching housewives for 15 years is if you have a skeleton in your closet it is going to come out
1: well that's what I love about the arrogance and the narcissism and the personality disorders and the psycho psychiatric evaluations we are conducting while watching these shows because we're like if you can smell the bullshit there's going to be bullshit and I just really appreciate it, that that's continually reiterated in life cuz I just feel like growing up in general when you'd have these families or these kids that you would see and you're like you can have all these fun things but like we all know that you're like you're like, nobody can come over to your ha- house because your parents absolutely, like, hate each other and, like, your mom's over-medicated and, like, and, like shit is not well, but you can well, drive yeah. up on your Cadillac Escalade and pretend that everything's okay.
0: Well, exactly. And, I mean, I said it a few weeks ago. I feel like this is going to be another Teresa and Joe scenario.
1: Yeah, but they were so stupid that it was more They fun. were, but, like... <laughs> This they is were, like,
0: They damn. were stupid, but honestly, this is pretty stupid, And I always too. hate Teresa.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just I think I'm more disappointed because we did love like Erica. Yeah.
0: And we did love Tom every time we saw him, and he, we understood why they were in love despite the age difference. Yeah, everybody
1: constantly questioned them, called her a gold digger for 20 years, but she was like, look, I stayed with him for 20 years, but damn, pulling out that judge stuff and posting well, that. Well, now the realizing- time,
0: that not only was he cheating on her, he was cheating with a justice. Like, talk about...
1: Oh, not- but this is also one of his 18 affairs. Like, he's right. never been... It's not like that was part of the well, conversation. And there, and
0: there was also... I was listening to comments by Celebs podcast, and they do it even more deep dive because they do one every week on the Housewives episodes, and they were talking about, remember that in this last season where Erica is, on, is in Chicago, and... the the play
1: on broadway she's not like in the city she's on the play yeah yeah it's her broadway debut in chicago
0: and tom doesn't show up and they now have like tracked that he was out with some blonde woman that night that wasn't obviously not erica so basically their whole life is a sham it'll be very interesting to see you know if she again, she takes the route of everything is now in litigation, I can't say anything, because honestly that is probably the smartest move. And she's done that she's kind of done stuff like that in the past without having a legit like lawsuit against her. Yeah. Or are they finally gonna have to pull a Denise what they did with Denise Richards and say, You need to tell us what the hell's going on?
1: It's gonna be interesting. I'm just glad the cameras are rolling. Yeah wow
0: that's the latest on tom and erica
1: gerardi oh i have a segue for this one and he is also a housewives fan yeah and we are also very concerned for him is our boy john mulaney oh my save uh, yeah he thankfully is getting him so i'm getting all the dudes with uh i mean classic casey stories (laughs) guys with alcohol problems, guys with addiction
0: issues. <laughs> and I'm, I'm all fine. about <laughs> seeking the truth on these liars.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the last story. Okay, so we'll go kind of quickly through John because it's like, it's just this, uh, we're glad that he's getting help. He's checked into rehab for, was it at least 60 days? Patient in care?
0: Yeah, was to 90 I just said in care. Oh, okay.
1: It was definitely longer than a 30 day stint because that was a good for him because it's like to, the idea of getting sober and trying to stay sober after 30 days like on your own is is so impossible yeah obviously he'll have the ability to find and so many of his friends are already sober and he's been sober for a really long time he said he quit drinking so when he was in high school in college he started drinking very very heavily when like i think he said he was 13 14 when he started yeah. and he felt it was it was relieving all this social anxiety that he had like he felt he was very had a lot of self esteem until he was like eight, nine, 10. And then he hit 12 and it like all went away and he became a very anxious kid. And he like kind of, he said, he doesn't say he forgot how to socialize, but just like the way he was describing it, he just created a lot of social anxiety. Uh, and then when he started drinking in 13, 14, he was like, oh, this is what I've been needing. So then he drank and he did any kind of drug he could get his hands on throughout college, but not so, he didn't use it as, Like that conversation was an escape, but he also hasn't ever alluded to any kind of um, massive specific trauma in terms uh, like that usually partners with addiction to help fuel it, which would on average is usually a sexual um, molestation and assault, a physical altercation as a child. Um, But for everything that he describes, his drug abuse and his alcohol abuse Was really just to like have as much fun as he could, and um, and he really liked doing the drugs. And he said cocaine was his favorite, Um, but he also did mushrooms all the time. And then when he, after college, he was in New York and he was doing temp work and he was starting to do his stand up. And he realized that his drug and alcohol stuff was getting um, was just getting in the way of what he wanted to. Accomplished with stand-up and he actually ended up putting himself on tour for free just like living out of his car for a few months when shortly after he started stand-up in new york he was like i gotta get out of new york and expose myself to other audiences as well so for all we know and all he's said he's been sober since he was i think like 24 okay and then he got uh he you know he did he was doing stand-up he got snl in his late 20s um, and then he continued to do a stand up career after he left SNL, um, blowing up, becoming the John Mulaney that we know from his specials. And then, um, yeah, and then he's been able to do like the Sack Lunch Bunch and the Nick Kroll stuff. And he's really in big mouth. And so he's been able to uh, really make a strong career, like the path that he's wanted to. So everything. There are no, like, alarm bells going off by any means. And then in quarantine, he's been promoting something. Do you have – maybe just the new season of Big Mouth? And so yeah. he's been doing – No, I mean,
0: Big Mouth just came out, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. So that's what yeah. he's been promoting. Yeah.
1: So he's been doing his rounds on the show and on the all the late night shows over Zoom. And he's definitely feeling the effects of quarantine. He – Um, has been talking about how significantly he has been seeking extra assistance for his mental health issues and his depression and his anxieties during quarantine because it's completely disrupted his life and he can't do any of the shows and exercise, you know, what would be therapy for him. And I
0: mean, you know, many people who struggle with, you know, alcohol and drugs or have mental illnesses are definitely struggling now during Quarantine, it's definitely, you know, suicides rates have gone up, just people buying alcohol has gone up, everything, because obviously there's only so much you can cope with at a time.
1: Yeah. And he stayed in New York and stayed quarantined there the whole time. Um, and so he, Michelle texted me a few weeks ago and was like, Oh, John actually just announced that he joined the cat, uh, he joined Seth Meyers' writing team. And I was like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense because he's been doing a lot of bits on Seth, just like coming onto the couch. Uh, either like Seth will do his, he'll do his monologue and then he'll let Mulaney do a segment or it's like an in-between, um, uh, uh, not an audience, in-between a guest segment. Uh, and John's been coming out and sitting on the couch wearing sunglasses and this big trench coat that he got from Julian Casablanca when... Julian Casablanca of the Strokes was the guest was the musical guest when Mulaney just passed hosted SNL more recently. Uh, And so these monologues were like ramblings and they weren't really always necessarily well thought out, but they weren't terrible until like the last one, when he started talking about Megan Mergle and Megxit and how the queen is never fun. And like, why did Megan and Harry think that this wasn't going to be their lifestyle? Like when Megan married into it and she thought she could come and shake up the whole regime. And Seth, like throughout the monologue, throughout John's quote unquote, stand up on it, like, cause it's not that funny. Seth's trying to guide him. Seth's trying to be like, who are you even talking about right now? Like his thoughts are really scattered. And It's just not the usual polished Mulaney. And his eyes were very, like, puffy. He physically didn't look like John Mulaney. And I was like, that that was weird. That was very, very strange. And I had texted Michelle that. And I was like, yeah, he just did, like, a really bad segment. And it was just, like, kind of off. And I was like, maybe maybe Seth is just throwing him a bone by giving him a job during this time period. Yeah, I figured it was because
0: he was, like, needed to be creative and wanted an outlet for it.
1: And he was just sitting at home, and he was like, let me just come down to 30 Rock so I have a routine to, like, get my right, day right through. Jokes. Yeah, and then about a week after that aired is when Michelle texted me and was like, Mulaney has checked into rehab. And I was like, "There, there, that's why. Okay, like, because it just wasn't him, and it was it was really sad, but hopefully hopefully, we'll start seeing the old Mulaney come yeah, back. Yeah, I hope so, too.
0: I mean, I think we will. It's just, you know this year's hard and <laughs> I can't even imagine especially if he's been sober since 24 like you know the struggle
1: yeah so he's been sober for over 10 yeah, years we actually us. and apparently it's, yeah it's been cocaine and alcohol they said that he was going to rehab for and that doesn't necessarily he could have been telling everybody he was sober and then maybe he right. wasn't but I really feel like with everything that he was doing and physically looking at him he had been sober pretty much the entire like only up until recently do you see like a physical change of him so i really think he within the past few months kind of got back into it and then and then realized like that he can't do it
0: no i mean like you said he's getting the help he needs i was obviously sad just because i love him and i don't want anything bad to happen to him we need to protect john Mullaney at all costs but i think you know to your point he's was aware of what was going on he's being proactive to get the help he needs and hopefully he'll start off the new year like a better person for it and I'm sure it'll be part of his stand-up
1: and we're here for a new yep. hour
0: I mean I'm always here for our new hour of John Mulaney
1: always, always and forever. And
0: forever we love you John
1: thinking of you and the pouring, the outpour on Twitter, even though I don't think he's like on social media by any means, has been really nice. He is, but, but it's still like um,
0: some people did. Yeah. Like, I was actually very curious to see if Nick Kroll would, and he didn't, which I think he did because out of respect. But like, yeah, we saw what was it? Um,
1: Pat I saw Patton Oswald, well, yeah. Mike Berg, Biglia. Like, yeah. And he went to college with Berbiglia, yeah, too. So, like, and Kroll. Yeah. yeah.
0: So obviously another fallen. <laughs> Fallen man, but hopefully not for long. And um,
1: should we move on to yeah, let's go to part two of your fakery? I'm here to,
0: I'm here to expose of just fake ass bitches. All that fakery,
1: <laughs> Inspector. <Cohen. laughs> yeah, I know, but it helps
0: when all these other super sleuths like do the work for you. So, yeah,
1: we yeah. get to summarize and then we summarize the summary yeah. to so you I, guys. I so, do you're welcome to
0: give the credit to the social sleuths who are the ones doing all this work. But um so many people have may have seen that I think it was last week, Amy Schumer reposted a photo that how are we gonna pronounce her name for the segment? Because there's like I would go Alaria. Alaria. Okay. Alaria Baldwin, okay. Alec Baldwin's wife, um, who had posted a photo of her and her youngest son in her lingerie um Basically, I think the initial post she posted it, Olaria, and it said something like, "I love smelling him" or something ridiculous. Yeah,
1: I can't get enough of this baby. So, because the youngest is, she she had him four to five, six months within quarantine. So then
0: Amy posts that exact, Amy Schumer posts that exact same photo.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's also probably so she's post baby by only a few months, and she's maybe a size back to size two. She maybe weighs one hundred and ten pounds.
0: She's a yoga instructor who now has become like a mommy blog podcast lady because all she does, she's basically a professional pregnant woman. She's had five.
1: But her book on, her book has no Google reviews, oh, just a heads up. It has no, because no one's well, fucking she's bought had it. had five
0: kids with Alec Baldwin, another person who I feel like has so much to still expose on him, but that's a different story. But anyway, so she reposted that picture and wrote, Jean and I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Enjoy it with whatever family members are talking to you this year. Now, when she posted that, people were going, were finding it hilarious, including Irene Baldwin, who commented on it. Ireland. Sorry, Ireland, Ireland yeah. Baldwin. And I think Alana Glazer from Broad City even did. Like people clearly thought it was funny. Yeah. But not Alaria Baldwin. No. In fact, Alaria Baldwin goes on to her Instagram and basically says that she saw the picture and she thought it was funny but doesn't really understand why it's funny she's so stupid and what's interesting (laughs) is for anyone who has ever seen her talk or seen her in many of the videos which have now surfaced (laughs) she's always talking with a Spanish accent and there's also all these articles that have now resurfaced of her talking about her background and talking about how she was born in Mallorca Spain and that English is her second language um, and all her kids names are all like super Spanishy, like you know Eduardo Udo like they're not your typical American names like she's definitely showcasing her Spanish heritage now
1: Yeah, and she said she didn't come over here until she was 19 when she went gotten to NYU. Yeah. So, I mean, just the backdrop alone is you have some fucking money if you're coming over from Mallorca, Spain. Mallorca is a tourist destination anyway. And then if you're going to go to NYU at our age, so it was 50 grand for her when she was a freshman. No, I
0: mean, some of it didn't even add up. But again, Casey and I hate Hillary or Alaria, sorry, I should say.
1: Yeah, it's all good. It's Um, all good.
0: But, you know, we were not really putting too much of our manpower on those stories because we had bigger fish to fry. Well, in this video that she posted in response to Amy Schumer's post, she coincidentally has no Spanish accent as she's talking. Okay. Then, again, this is where we love social media. (laughs) Someone posts on, I think it was Twitter um basically saying something along the lines of you have to admire Alaria baldwin's commitment in her decade-long grift where she impersonates a spanish person okay now this is where all the resurfacing of these videos are coming up where she needs to ask the host of it looks like a good morning america type of show how do you say this word in English? And it's a cucumber, okay? Like, I saw the video. She's like, eh, how do you say this yeah. in English? Cucumber. Yeah, it's right. como um, se dice. And then, again, the same... This Tracy Morrissey, who I highly recommend people follow on Instagram, she does, like, this insane deep dive where she finds out that um, she actually was born in America. That... Um, her name is actually Hillary. She grew up in Massachusetts.
1: Apparently she went to the Cambridge School in Weston, which I can't even understand the amount. That is that's a one percenter. That is a one percenter. That's like going to the Dalton School, the Saint Paul's school. This is beyond bougie bougie bougie. And, you know,
0: although her parents have since moved to Mallorca both of her parents are from America in fact there's video of her mom who is a doctor um talking at like some
1: medical
0: conference conference. yes and has you know a very prominent American accent um the the her father also born in America They even go into the parents of her parents. So her grandparents, all of her four grandparents were born in America.
1: (laughs) This lady Um, is bananas.
0: Yeah. So clearly this.
1: Well, I mean, they're a match made in heaven. Well, and
0: that's basically where I was like, you know what? This makes sense. Um yeah. it's also unclear as to when Hillary became Elaria, <laughs> yeah because they found pictures of her at some NYU Latin dancing class um where her name says Hillary <laughs> it's like in the New York Times or some New
1: York uh, oh my god picture.
0: um and there are videos of people asking her like if her accent is fake and she goes, no, 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 definitely not fake. But now there's no accent.
1: Yeah, the accent comes in and out.
0: Um, and then it's just so funny because they go into either deeper dives where <laughs> they're like, "Now this isn't the first time Alec Baldwin bought a fake." And they show the article. Oh my god! File suit for accusing an art dealer for giving him a fake picture, an you know painting.
1: Um. <laughs> Ugh! I just can't. I can't believe this sixty. Two-year-old man has five children under the age of eight. Right yeah, now, yeah, their names
0: are Carmen, Raphael, Leonardo, R- Romeo, and Eduardo.
1: Yeah, but she's yeah from West and North. Also- I mean, if you move around a lot too, I mean, and then you were just a yoga instructor for your twenties after you get that NYU degree. I can't. And they also,
0: expose like now they're showing all these previous interviews she did where and she did an interview with Ellen and she said that. You know, Alec Baldwin didn't kiss her for six weeks into dating. Yeah, right. He probably boned her the first day he saw her.
1: Yeah, he went to a yoga class, and that's how he met her.
0: And so now she's done another video where she's trying to explain herself, which, of course, like, how do you explain the lies? You know, this is where I want to show yeah. the video of um, the meme of um, Candy Bear's being like the lies the lies <laughs> because none of it is making sense. So basically, once again, Alec Baldwin proves as to why we don't trust him, we don't trust anything that comes out of his family. I mean, I wonder what will happen of Hillary slash
1: Alaria. Yeah, Baldwin. and she was also trying to say she was trying to say like Amy was body shaming her, but like I honestly what I think that Alaria does is really really p- detrimental and painful for a lot of people cuz Amy's been very open about basically I mean they cut Amy open and took out half her they took out her entire uterus after she had gene I mean they yeah, like if you watch her she show, just the the documentary expecting Amy she definitely
0: showcases what yeah. pregnancy looks like what that they don't talk about more often
1: yeah, and she has like uh, she's been very honest about like her physical struggles, and it's really gross like the expectations put on new moms and the physical ac- uh, aspirations they're supposed to be having, when sometimes our bodies just will not get back to that place. And Alaria Baldwin is all about posting a picture of her in her underwear, do or like showing off like half naked yoga stuff with these five children and it's just it's yeah i think it's causing it can cause a lot more damage than it does help and
0: she's clearly showcasing not only lies but like to your point um unrealistic expectations for most women post pre and post pregnancy um yeah so like everything about
1: her is just a straight-up lie I just cannot stand her, but yeah, but we'll go happy news. You want to, yeah, you so want to cover quickly, the happiness where
0: I know we're running out of time, but, um, everyone probably already knows this, but last week, Ariana Grande announced that she is engaged to, um, her boyfriend of like a year. Um, Yeah. You know, it's funny. I don't even remember his name. I think it's like Diego something. He's basically, he works in real estate in L.A. They look very much alike and people were like making fun of him online like siblings are dating. Siblings are
1: dating. Um, Her ring. Follow that website or follow that Instagram page.
0: Her ring is interesting. It's a diamond with a pearl next to it. It's not the nicest looking ring, but the pearl I think is from like her grandma
1: it's supposed to be yeah grandmother gave her the ring it's from her grandfather's tie or it might not be the exact same pearl but she has a pearl ring that her grandmother gave her from her grandfather's tie pin saying like this will be good luck and so that it could be the same pearl but also could just be an ode to dalton gomez is his name Dalton, that's um, it. All right, so cool.
0: you know, I love Samari, She tends to jump into relationships too early, but this at least is after a little more time than Pete Davidson. He seems more legit in terms of he's not going on Howard Stern talking about her. You know, I think she'll at least.
1: Well, he's no Max. Oh, Max was Demi's. Whoops. Yeah. Oh no.
0: <laughs> I was, like, for no, a second, I was talking about Pete Davidson. Like I think she's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for a second, I thought that Max was also he's with Ari. Better off. <laughs> not with a celeb so i'm hoping he's not a cloud chaser but
1: i mean this is just the first of many marriages i just hope there's
0: a prenup and um you know i love me samari so if nothing else i mean this latest album she created with him or like she created while being with him i didn't like any one of the songs so you know it's kind of like
1: that's a that's kind a kind of like Adele when she
0: was with her husband. I didn't love that album, so I'm hoping that's not gonna be the continuation of her discography, but we'll find out.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, do you wanna do what you're watching? Sure. So
0: I wanted to A correct my initial comment from last week. I had said that I was watching Industry, which I thought was taking place after two thousand and eight downfall. It actually is taking place now. It's still regarding you know these recent grads working in a very intense finance environment but it's taking place in 2020 so i finished that at the end of the day i don't know if it's worth people watching so like save your time if you're going to watch something i'd prefer that you watch murder on middle beach which is also on HBO max it's a four right. um episode documentary following basically the documentarian is also the investigator it's his it's the (sighs) story
1: i get stressed out thinking about it his
0: mother's death which took place in 2010 it was a murder it still has been it's still a cold case they haven't um you know put against charges towards anyone despite potentially knowing who did it and it's really the unraveling of not only the murder but also like he finds out all the secrets and like things that his family has hidden from him and not like not even close to the murder, but just all like it reminded me of McMillions, where you had so many yeah. interesting characters and like they all were hot messes except they're all related and they're all basically blaming the other one for the murder. So it is. entertaining. Wow. It's, it's definitely one of the better <laughs> And more concise documentaries I've seen in a while, and like the guy, the main guy, he has Zach Efron vibes, so I feel like you would like him for that reason. So
1: yeah, and he's like R.A. Yeah, I think he might right? be a couple like, years younger, a little but younger,
0: basically like our age. Highly, yeah. highly recommend. So it's very relatable. Like, oh my god,
1: Whew. I get, I get scared when I watch the trailer of just like he's doing this yeah and like, i'm like oh my god he's like miking himself up and he's like meeting with people and he's like so can you tell me about my mom's well, murder he literally <laughs> like, goes oh into god.
0: the madison his name is madison and he grew up in madison which annoys me but oh, um, but he goes okay. to the madison police and basically brings his phone in and records them because he doesn't trust them
1: yeah, into yeah. It, bro. i mean
0: again for a fellow sleuther it is like taking justice into your own hands. Similar to, you know, obviously on a much smaller scale, but very similar to the documentary we saw earlier this year um, following the Golden State killer, where like the individual has to do all the work because like the police either, either there's, you know, collusion or there's.
1: Or they can't do it because of red tape. tape, Or like, yeah.
0: Potentially part of a bigger investigation. I mean, there's a lot there. So that's what I'm watching. What about you?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So I literally did nothing but watch TV for four days. I know. It was. So I finished The Undoing and I cannot recommend this more for anybody else. I'm glad you finally watched it. Oh, my God. Just like, you don't like you do know but you don't know until the end and then there are some other life events that get thrown in that you're like oh my god this is just whoo baby and the acting is just it's so so good good. yeah and I don't want to give anything away but I want to talk specifically about so many different parts of it and I want to talk about like Fernando and then I think Michelle is going to call this right on like, Hugh Grant is going to get the Golden Globe, is going to get the Emmy for this guy. Nicole Kidman doesn't throw it away yeah, either. Yeah, I feel I like mean. everyone
0: talks about her acting, but I think he's better. And then also Donald Sutherland, to your point, also deserves the support. Yeah,
1: I think Donnie's going to get the supporting stuff. Because even, like, the five scenes that he's in, he just, oh, you just walk away being like, yeah, Ooh. that. But, but Hugh, especially those last last two episodes because I was like, yeah, I mean he's decent in this, but like, who is this character? And then the last two episodes just blow it out of the fucking yeah. wall. And like to your
0: point, which was exactly what I was thinking, Casey, was like, how is Hugh not this human in real life? Because he's doing such a great job for per- um performing
1: it. It's embodying it. Oh well all I can think is like, yeah, he just ha like, um yeah, I don't want to give anything away, but I became more obsessed with Hugh Grant when he was investigating the Sun Times tapping tapping his phone because they're getting his voice he figured it out because they were getting his voicemails that people were leaving so they figured out his code and I was just like became obsessed with that investigation um, because it entailed not only did Hugh Grant like did had to do his own investigation to like bring this to the police to say like this is is like this is such an invasion of my privacy it's I'm sorry that you don't want to investigate this because I make so much money and, and like, I'm just an actor and I should shut the hell up and stay quiet. But, like, what ended up happening is when they started investigating, they brought in another, like, 10 to 15 celebrities that were also being tapped that didn't right. know. And so it became this, like, massive – just the government of Britain became investigating the Sun-Times. It was amazing. But yeah, Hugh, I am terrified to ever talk to again, <laughs> even though we have like our weekly text calls I or mean, whatever. Like that I don't know. Performance. That. I want to
0: interview him. Not that he's ever gonna listen to his pod, but Hugh, if you hear this, we're happy to
1: have you on the call. I, we gotta talk about a lot of stuff. I know I want to talk to you about the show in yeah. general, but I was texting you throughout it yesterday, just being like, Oh my god, because what I thought I knew just overhearing monologue jokes were not correct cool but yeah um so that was really so much fun to watch and it's super yeah. fast and easy It's seven episodes um i watched the midnight sky which is the new clooney directorial film on straight to netflix um pretty predictable to be honest i also don't really understand the majority of it if you it. don't
0: understand it like then just I'm in, not even attentive. <laughs> not in terms
1: of like like i was just like why is this even matter to the plot like i think i already know where this is going and like George you're better than this (laughs) that's kind of like that was my feeling the whole time of like yeah
0: I mean I love him but that wasn't that wasn't selling it for me so I'm not even bothering
1: no and they try and I think I already knew within the first 10 minutes the big like hook reveal that was supposed to happen halfway through uh and then yeah it just it did not it was just not was something that I want to see more from George on. But it was very much to me felt like a love letter to uh father okay. for him. That's what it kind of turned it turned into like what what I was like, oh, okay, you're I feel like you're trying to work some stuff out now that you have kids and like what that all means to you. And yeah, but it it was fun for the science of the element. Um and the cast was really great. David Oyelowo was so in I'm it as well. Else, um and Felicity felicity jones who's not really good in anything (laughs) but she's all right um yeah and then yeah yeah that's pretty much the entire cast um it's very bleak it's um and you also don't find out sorry spoiler you don't find out what the crisis is on earth that like you know cause it they're like going off to find another planet and stuff and then and then they're um when the that ship is coming back to uh the Earth, Clooney is like the only survivor left to tell them like, "Don't come back. There's nothing here for you." So that, w- but we don't find out what has like destroyed the Earth besides like normal things that we know. But I wanted an actual right. concrete understanding, well, like especially what I'm if enjoy the concept
0: the tr- of the movie is they need to leave the planet. It's like you can't explain why. <laughs>
1: I mean I th- it, I th- yeah, it doesn't really need to, because I think it's just all of the things that we're dealing with right now, and it's just like that boiled over, but whereas like Greenland, this new terrible Gerard Butler movie that I'm so excited to watch is like the asteroid isn't getting broken up on the way to the earth, but the government lied to us, so that doesn't cause panic, and like then did actually AK
0: Trump
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so excited, yeah, so but that's still you have to- buy, rent that for twenty dollars, so you're not getting yeah. that for me, homies, yeah. Um and then the only other thing that I watched also to like you know happy christmas everybody as uh, the ripper <laughs> doc. <Yeah>. Nothing
0: says <laughs> yeah. christmas the like
1: the Yorkshire in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, the Yorkshire Ripper <laughs> who terrorized um the north of England throughout like the late yeah mid 70s into early 80s end up killing 13 people. Um but they did a good job of the doc it, it goes into how the police investigated it goes into how this also coincided with the women's movement so it was it was really really well done and very how many, interesting how many episodes and um i would say maybe seven, seven or eight on that one too it just kind of went into right. each other and i was that just might, like yeah i would recommend that for all cool yeah. Um, but yeah that is those were those are our racks that is the high level info of the week
0: and um, like we said we'll be back sometime in the week with our year-end highlight Um,
1: yeah we're gonna do some top top fives of different categories we're just trying to figure out the categories
0: enjoy the rest of the week now that you have all the tea to tell your family
1: post christmas dinner all these water cooler <laughs> moments around the non water cooler. Listen, if you see, like when you get up from your desk chair and get your own water, and you could yeah. pretend to have a conversation. You know, somebody.
0: listen. Now that you have the knowledge, it's important for you to continuously, you know, communicate it to your followers so that all of this information gets bubbled to the top, and we can finally remove Laria Baldwin from the planet. <laughs>
1: knowledge, knowledge is power.
0: power. And, with and with that. that-